Do you want to write fiction but don't know where to start? Believe me, I understand. I've stood in your shoes. I've wanted to write amazing stories and wondered if I was even on the right track. I worried and struggled for years. I know what it feels like to have no idea what you're doing. Like everything you write is cheesy and amateurish and you'll never be good enough to sit on the shelves next to the great authors of your time or the classics. But I want you to know there's an answer for you. A way to know that the stories you're writing will resonate with readers. A way to transform from wherever you are now in your writing journey to someone who's universally hailed as talented and a skilled storyteller. Welcome to The Story Savant, the podcast with free writing advice for the aspiring storyteller. I'm going to give you every tool I know to help you become a master storyteller. Every week, I'll bring you tips on story structure, characterization, themes, heroes, villains, and more to automatically make your story resonate with your audience. Stay tuned. We're going to learn to tell amazing stories, and we're going to have a ton of fun doing it. Let's do this. All right. How's everyone doing today? I was actually gone last week. I did not get a podcast up next last week because I was dealing with some uh, just personal stuff and I didn't ever get around to it, but I'm back and I'm going to teach you how to write a premise line today. A quick personal update. I am still working on my course and I'm hoping to get the course material done in about two weeks, but it probably won't launch for a while after that. Um, I'm working on Intercron and also Dragon Magic. And of course, the virus, COVID, seems to be on the downswing. I'm really excited about that. Our governor started opening up things here in Utah. Not very many. <laughs> it was one of those things, okay, we're going to open stuff up. Yay! And then nothing happened for like a week. Um, I'm sure other people have had the same experience. I'm really excited for the playgrounds to open up because we're finally seeing some really nice weather here. And I want to take my niece and nephew to the playground. I actually worry that it may not happen for a while because I think the cities are going to want to, you know, totally scrub down and disinfect the uh, public playground. So I'm afraid it's going to be a while before we can actually go, but I'm excited to do that. And I'm excited to see that it seems to be on the downswing. Hopefully it keeps trending that way, right? Okay. So let's talking, let's talk about writing a premise statement. What is a premise statement and why is it important? Honestly, most people don't know what it is or are mistaken in their definition. I will give you a disclaimer and that is that many people call different things by different names. So it's very possible that someone might call something else a premise or they might look at what I'm gonna teach you here and call it not a premise, but something by a different name and that's okay. But this is what I call a premise or a premise. One way to define a story is a metaphor for a journey that leads to change. I actually love that definition of a story. The story. A story is a metaphor for a journey that leads to change. Super important. And your premise is a statement of that journey. So what a premise is not. A premise is not a character. It's not a setting. It's not a circumstance or situation. Those are all aspects of a premise, but all on their own, they are not a premise. It's not a problem with an obvious or direct solution, right? It's got to be more complicated than that. It's going to take a journey to solve this problem. Lots of aspects, lots of twists and turns. You can't just say, my problem is I want a boyfriend. Well, the solution is go find a boyfriend, right? Okay, that would not be a premise. And it is also not a synopsis or a blurb. So the synopsis or blurb is what you put on Amazon, you know, little paragraph or multiple paragraphs of text to sell your book. 
sometimes people think they're the same thing because they both deal with what is happening in the plot of your book, but they are not the same thing. Uh, the biggest difference, you know, there's different structural differences and different um, types of details you want to include, but the biggest difference that you can point to right away is that the premise line is actually going to have the ending of the book. Um, it's going to give all kinds of spoilers for how the story is going to end, and obviously you don't want to put that in your blurb on Amazon. Um, a premise, another one of my favorite definitions here, a premise is a clash of ideas, okay? So it's not just one thing. You can say, I want to write a vampire novel. That's not a premise, okay? It has to be many ideas coming together, coming together to create a unique character journey. That is a premise. Um, once again, I'm going to repeat it. it. It bears repeating. A story is a metaphor for a journey that leads to change, and your premise is a statement of that journey, of the journey that leads to change, okay? Why do we even need a premise? What's the point? It's kind of an extra step, planning step, before we start our novel, right? Well, some of you may have heard of the snowflake method. That is a very general term, but it also can be a specific term, and there also is even writing software called Snowflake Method or Snowflake Software, something like that. Um, all it means is that you start very broad, very general, and then you slowly start to put in details to make things more intricate, you know, more specific and more detailed. So it's kind of like when you were in grade school and your teacher wanted you to make a snowflake for Christmas time. You might have started by folding a paper in half, a white paper, and cutting a circle out. Then you can fold it multiple times and start making little cuts, little circles, little stars, a little bit at a time. You work your way inward, folding it all the time. You know, you might clip the center of it to make a circle in the center. And eventually you have this really beautiful detailed snowflake, but you started by only doing a circle and then slowly worked in with the details, right? That's what the snowflake method is. And it's, it's, when you're planning your novel, if you want to actually plot it out and use an outline, it sometimes helps to start really, really basic. The premise is really, really basic, okay? There's not a lot of detail in it, but it gives you something to write toward so that you're not um, constantly floundering and, you know, having no direction in your writing. Um, you need to be able to state your story concisely and recognize its various parts. Like I said, this is very broad. There are only four parts, so we're not talking about 15 story beats or anything. But again, it's just to keep you on the right path and so that you don't lose direction while you're writing. So this actually can make you an, a much more efficient writer if you start this way. All right, so you're going to learn to state your premise in a single line. It goes like this. When some event sparks a character to action. That character acts with deliberate purpose until their action is opposed by an external force, which leads to some conclusion. Now, I know that sounds very broad, and it is, and you will put in the details of your story in there. Um, by the way, it might help for you to be able to see this. So um, you can watch this on YouTube. I am also going to make you a PDF that you can download that will have uh, the different parts of this so that you can just kind of fill in your details. So the four parts of this then are when a certain event happens that sparks your character to action. The second part is the character acting with deliberateness. The third part is until that action is opposed by an external force. And the fourth part is that it leads to some conclusion. We're going to look at these four parts in a little bit more detail.
when some event provokes the protagonist to act. This is your inciting incident. We're going to use Star Wars A New Hope as an example. You can also give some character descriptors here if you have them. So you can start with when innocent farm boy Luke Skywalker's guardians are murdered. Okay, that would be your inciting incident. That is the thing that first provokes Luke to action to leave with Obi-Wan, right? The character acts is the second step. The protagonist teams with one or more people to accomplish something specific. All right, Luke, in a very general way, wants to fight against the Empire. In a very general way, he wants to train with Obi-Wan and become a Jedi. And if you're going to get really specific, you could say that he uh, wants to, you know, preserve the plans in R2-D2 and get them to the Rebellion. Now, if you're writing your premise line, there's a very good chance you don't have quite that level of detail yet, so you can keep it broad at this point, and that's perfectly okay. So you could say something like, well, actually, let's talk about character relationships first. Here in the second part, you may want to talk about the core relationships, because there are very few stories out there in which there is exactly one character, right? There's always secondary characters, there's love interests, there's the mentor, you know, so talk about maybe your character relationships in this particular part. So, so you could say something like, Luke joins with a princess, a smuggler, and a retired Jedi to bring down the Empire. Then we get into the third stage until the protagonists are met by some external force that generates disorder and or chaos. Okay, this is where you're going to talk about your villain or your antagonistic force. You're also going to set up the final battle here. So, until the Empire fights back by targeting the rebel base with total annihilation. So, you're talking about the Empire, which is the antagonistic force, and you're setting up the final battle because what the antagonist is doing here by targeting the rebel base uh, uh, with annihilation is going to set up that final battle, right? All right, and then the fourth part, leading to a conclusion of the story. This leads to Luke fighting in a huge battle and blowing up the Death Star. That is the conclusion. So your final premise line, when it is done, will read something like this. When innocent farm boy Luke Skywalker's guardians are murdered, Luke joins with a princess, a smuggler, and a retired Jedi to bring down the Empire. Until the Empire fights back by targeting the rebel base with total annihilation, which leads to Luke fighting in a huge battle and blowing up the Death Star. This is your premise, guys. Um, you can also sort of shave that down so that it sounds a little prettier. That sounds really, really clunky. And that's okay. I actually am a big proponent of making it sound clunky the first time you write it because you want to get all of your information in there, just get it in, even if it doesn't sound pretty. But then after that, you can kind of hone it and, and shave it down so it sounds a little better. So I just took out a few words to make this flow a little better here. When innocent farm boy, Luke Skywalker's guardians are murdered, Luke joins with a princess, a smuggler, and a retired Jedi to fight against the empire until the empire targets the rebel base with total annihilation. Luke fights in a huge battle and ultimately blows up the Death Star. So I'm only, I only took out four or five words there just to make it flow a little better. Um, Here's the thing. I know some of you out there are saying, well, wait a minute, that has the ending. Why is it okay to give spoilers? Well, because this is for you. You are not going to send this premise line to your publisher or your editor. You're not gonna publish it on Amazon. Okay, nothing like that. This is just for you. It is okay for you to know the spoilers about how your book is going to end, because otherwise you're not gonna be able to write the ending, right? So it's okay to give yourself spoilers. Um, this is just so that you know the extremely basic idea of where your story is going, 
what the different turns are and how it's going to end. Do you see the character journey in this? We have the beginning with the inciting incident. We have uh, what he sets out to do, which is kind of the, the call to adventure. And then we have a little bit about some of the people who are going to be involved. We have the antagonist. We set up the final battle and we have the conclusion, which is the final battle, right? This does not really tell us much about the characters. It does not tell us much about the details of the story. There's certainly no world building in this. I mean, you know, I had the detail of Death Star in there, but you, when you start your premise line, may not have that much detail. You might actually need to say something really generic right now, like leading to the conclusion in which the good guy overcomes the bad guy, because you really have no idea exactly what form that's going to take, right? But at least you have something that you're writing toward. And as you write with this premise line in mind, the details will begin to flow and you'll get where you need to go. All right? You can completely leave it vague and skeletal right now. You don't need to have all the details. You may need to flesh out your characters and your world a little bit more before you can put in the details even of the premise line. And that is completely okay. No problems there. But I would encourage you all to do this. If you are already writing something, sit down and write your premise line. If you're already well into the writing and the planning, you can probably sit down and write this down in five minutes. You know, it'll be really easy. But if you're not sure exactly where your story is going or um, you want to write something but you really haven't started, start here. It's very basic, but it will give you a framework. That's the most important thing. Once you have a framework and you write it down, it becomes real. It becomes its own, becomes its own monster, right? And then it will start to feel real and then it will encourage you to get that thing written. So I'm gonna give you a little bit of homework here. Get out a piece of paper and a pen, or you can do this on your computer. Go through the steps that I just laid out. I would, you know, you can download the PDF or you can um, look at my PowerPoint on YouTube and write this down. If you don't have all the details yet, that's totally fine, but put down what detail you do have and blanket statements about the rest um, and then refer back to it often as you write your story, okay? All right, so that is pretty much it for today. Just go write your premise line and I promise that it will help you wherever you are to kind of have a clear vision for your story. You can see the beginning, you can see the end, all of it out in front of you and that will really help you to have a long-term perspective for your story and that will help you to make better decisions for your characters and your story okay all right so kind of a short one today but i hope that was helpful to you and i would love to hear what the premise of your story is don't worry you can send it to me i'm not going to steal it this is something you guys don't need to worry about i could give you guys all the exact same premise like 300 people the exact same premise even having the ending and even putting in like character names and, and a few traits and everybody would write a completely different story so don't worry about that but if you want to share your premise i would love to see it take a screenshot of it and um put it in your instagram stories and tag me at story savant i actually started a new instagram account i was using my author account and i finally decided to split them up so i have an instagram account that is just story savant um, did you know you can work with me I do story consulting on an hourly basis, so if you want help developing your story to make sure it will be a winner, go to my website at www.authorlkhill.com forward slash work with me to learn more. See you there. Hi there. Before you go, if you found value in this episode, I would appreciate it so much if you could leave me a review on iTunes. Be sure to screenshot it, share it on your favorite social media platform, and tag me. Remember, only you can tell your story, and there are tons of people out there waiting to connect with it. So get out there and write the best story you can write.
Remember, only you can change someone's heart with your fire-breathing dragons, your mind-blowing mysteries, your epic romances, and your intense thrillers. So be a story savant and get out there and get that sucker written.